If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Prime Time. Live from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas, here is Tim Murray. Hour three of VSIN Prime Time on this Football Friday Super. Wild card weekend, two games on Saturday, three on Sunday, and the Monday nighter, Tampa and Philadelphia. That is Jonathan Von Tobel. I'm Tim Murray. We got our poll question up. Latest look at it, which dog is the liveliest? 52% of you say it's the Rams, followed by the Packers. Once again, these were dogs of three or more, eliminating the Houston Texans, who are a two-point underdog at this point in time. Every Friday, we always check in from behind the counter with Chuck Esposito from Stations Casino out here in Las Vegas. If you are coming out for the Super Bowl or any one of these big weekends, make sure you get the Stations app at one of the handful of properties here. Chuck, always appreciate the time. Uh, Let's start with this because we just had Kevin Roth on to talk about the forecast of uh, Buffalo and Pittsburgh. How do you guys go about setting the total in that and do you keep a very close eye on the weather forecasts that is being projected out there in buffalo we absolutely do tim first it's good to be on with you guys but that total opened up monday at 41 um we quick quickly adjusted it accordingly uh some with uh, action some just seeing the weather reports out there and then adjusting it down really quickly but man you think about a total With Buffalo's offense at 33-and-a-half, 33 in that range industry-wide, it seems ridiculously low. But we saw the conditions that the Jets and Patriots played in last week. And some of these teams, it's really tough to score. Chuck, how do you, when you're taking action on a game like this, how do you respond to maybe a respected better betting on a total? Because uh, a lot of it does probably seem right tied to the weather forecast and everything like that. Uh, but you're also sitting there and, and looking at what I would assume to be a very public side of just pounding one side to the under. So what's the delicate balance of responding to the bets that you're getting in something like this? I think JVT, we're still going to respect the, uh, the sharp guys or the sophisticated play the same way. Um, we just might be making more of an adjustment on these games because uh, the weather is factored in, but there's no real difference if if the if the weather was great and the total was high and they went right. over, or if the weather's crappy and they and they bet under. We're still going to respect these guys and move accordingly. It's just a lot quicker the way we're moving with some of these games that are that are isolated to bad weather games. Chuck Esposito joining us here on Vsin Prime Time, race and sportsbook director uh, for the Stations Casino. Uh, he is at the Red Rock Casino in Summerlin. Great spot there. So, Chuck, I'm curious because you guys are, are a little bit different than some of the national shops that are going to put out their numbers, right? Your DraftKings, your BetMGMs of the world, because you're all located here in the state of Nevada, mostly in Las Vegas and Henderson. So, 
the first game, Browns and Texans, there are a couple national shops that have reported just overwhelming ticket counts on the Browns. Where are you guys on Browns, Texans, as you sit right now at Texans plus two? It's a big gap, Tim. I mean, we're clearly uh, two to one or over two to one, probably two and a half to one in favor of the Browns. Um, however, we've seen more sophisticated or sharp play come in on the Texans. These two teams played um, during the season. It was a game that the Browns won 36-22 with Flacco, but no Stroud um, in that game. But overall, before we saw some sharp money play uh, come in, clearly the ticket count favored the Browns. Yeah, Chuck, I keep doing the line exercise, right, which is Texans closed catching three with no C.J. Stroud. Now they're catching two with C.J. Stroud. There's got to be a bigger difference with that, right? You would think, JBT. I think it's a a product of maybe how well Flacco kind of played down the stretch with Cooper and Njoku um, and and getting that whole offense kind of more uh, going. We know that Cleveland's got a really good defense. Personally, I think they're a much better defensive team at home than on the road, but it's also the youth of the Texans. You've got C.J. Stroud, a rookie coach, um, and, and a lot of young guys there. But, uh, but it looks like right now, uh, overall, good two-way money on the game. But I still think, although the sharp money has come in on the Texans, we're still going to be Texan fans when this game kicks just because of the overwhelming ticket count. Sunday night, or excuse me, Saturday night, Chuck, we've got Chiefs and Dolphins. Right now, you guys sit Chiefs minus four and a half, total at 44. Um, I, I would imagine you guys are going to be Chiefs fans. What has this action been like? It's I don't know if you've heard this, Chuck. It's going to be cold in Kansas City. <laughs> I have, Tim. Right now, we're actually Dolphin fans. Uh, ticket count in this one, not quite as big of a gap as the Browns-Texans, but clearly in favor of the Chiefs both straight, parlayed, and money line. Um, I think it's an interesting matchup. These two teams played in Germany. I think it was uh, 21-14 that the Chiefs won. We know it's three kill going back against the Chiefs. It seems like, you know, I know the Dolphins kind of limp in a little bit, and they've got some, some injuries, but you know that they can run. And I know this Chiefs team has been a little bit better defensively this year, not quite, not quite as polarizing offensively. I think if this number continues to creep up anymore – I think there's a little bit of value on the Dolphins, but Dolphins have gone over in 12 of their last 16 games on the road, but they're only two and six against the number, and they're or two and four against the number in their last six games on the road. So we'll see how it plays out. But Chiefs have not been playing well offensively, especially during the second half of the year against the Dolphin team that has a lot of injuries, but we know that can explode on the offensive side of the ball. Real quickly, Chuck, what are you guys seeing on the total here? Because I think there's a, a misconception. Oh, it's going to be cold. Got to play under. But then you've got two offenses that normally you would think big scores. And as you alluded to, played a 21-14 game. So what have you guys seen so far with the total action-wise? It's been more movement on this total, Tim, than any game on the board this weekend. It literally has probably moved 15 or 20 times from 44 and a half to 44 to 43 and a half to 43 at its lowest point, 42 and a half, then crept back up all the way to 44 and a half. And it just kind of ping pongs back and forth between kind of 43 and a half and 44 where we sit right now. So very unusual to see a total kind of go up and down the way this one has. Usually in the NFL, you see it trend in one way and it kind of snowballs from there. Clearly, no pun intended with the weather there, but clearly, um, you know, no definitive side either way. Just good two-way action, both sides as it went down and then quickly went back up. Where you st- where you guys stand with the uh, Matthew Stafford slash Jared Goff revenge game against their old teams? It's a great game, JBT. I mean, it's a game that I really want to watch. Um, right now, we're at a field goal in this game. Uh, when we put it up at three, it quickly got bet up to three and a half. And then we saw it come back to three right away. So I think the Sharps clearly felt that there was some value there. Ticket count here is almost two-way, both straight, parlay, and money line. Straight and parlay favor the Lions just a little bit, but money line kind of overwhelmingly favors the Rams. So I think if you like the Rams here, uh, money line's been the way to go. Rams 7-1 and one straight up in their last eight games. 6-1 and one straight are against the number their last seven games. Detroit 6-1, and one, uh, their last seven games at home. And Detroit's last six home games, five of those games have gone over. So you could see some offense in this one, guys. So I actually, I, yeah, I wanted to bet this thing under. Where do you think this total closes? Because I don't think it's getting under 51.5, right? Is it going to get 52.5? Does it get to 53? Where do you think it ends up? 
Well, I think there's higher out there, JVT. Yeah. I think you you are seeing some 52, 52 and a half out there. It looks like it'll kind of trend that way a bit. Um, I, you know, if anybody knows Ford Field and knows the how to play in that stadium, it's Matt Stafford. Um, we know that Detroit, their secondary wise, hasn't been great this year. We've seen teams able to move the ball. I think both the two, the second two games on Sunday, both the Packers, Cowboys, and Rams, Lions. Both have the potential to be high-scoring games. Chuck Esposito joining us here on VEASAN Primetime. So each every week, I guess, who you'll be uh, waving your flag for outside of the uh, the Red Rock Casino there uh, in Summerlin. My guess today was going to be uh, that you would be a big uh, Texans fan come tomorrow. But I think ultimately you gave us a little hint. It sounds like, as crazy as this sounds, you're going to be a big Go Pack Go fan on Sunday. We are, Tim, which is really surprising to me, too. Not necessarily the biggest gap of all the games as far as ticket count goes, but clearly the biggest gap as far as money goes. Um, I know the Cowboys have been dominant at home. We know how good they are and Dak and, and CeeDee Lamb, how well they've played, and the Packers are one of the youngest teams in the league. But um, it, it's clearly the betters are back in the Cowboys right now. Uh, Cowboys have gone, or the Pack have gone over in five straight road games. The Pack and Cowboys have gone over in five straight games when playing in Dallas. So this is the game for me, I think. I know I mentioned the Ram Lions, too. But I think this game, more than any other game during the weekend, will go over the total. All right, you mentioned two, Philly, Tampa Bay. Right now, three, total of 43-and-a-half where you're at, Chuck. Is this pretty much where we're going to sit the whole time, three, 43-and-a-half with these two? I think so, JBT. I'd say there's probably a better chance that maybe it ticks up to three and a half. Um, myself and probably you guys and all the betters out there keep waiting for Philly to flip the switch. They were yeah. nine and one and dominant. They just haven't been able to. I know there's internal problems with A.J. Brown. There's rumors out there about Sirianni. These two teams played way early in the season where Philly won 21 or 25-11 and was rather dominant in that game. Um, but neither one of these teams has really lit it up of late. Uh, Philly's gone under seven of their last eight road games, and Tampa's gone under six of their last seven home games. So maybe that bodes well to take the points in this one, but I think it's got a better chance of going to three and a half than it does two and a half. All right, Chuck, before we let you run to revisit Bills Steelers, you guys sit at Bills minus nine and a half. Are people laying it even with the weather? They are. Um, <laughs> I, I think, Tim, when you look at it, it's Buffalo. I mean, they've been so hot down the stretch. It's not going to stun me if they're playing in Allegiant Stadium in February. Um, and I think they're just – we know that they can score. We don't know the Steelers can. The weather's going to be a factor. Steelers did go in there a year ago, not this past season, year before, and won in Buffalo early in the season. But we're seeing a lot of public money on the bill so far. Chuck, always appreciate it. Have yourself a great weekend, and uh, we will talk to you next week. All right, guys. Sounds great. You too. Thank you. There he is. Chuck Esposito, Racing Sportsbook Director at the Red Rock Casino here in town, part of the Stations Casino Group. JVT, how's your uh, Detroit Pistons team total looking right now? Trending well. Uh, nearly 40 points with nine minutes left to go in the second, so I'm sure they'll uh, I'm sure they'll fail me in the second half. <laughs> Love the confidence that is coming out of JVT. All right. When we come back, we will take a look at every game of Super Wild Card Weekend, and we'll give our favorite side or total of every game. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews 
with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is VSIN Primetime. Man, I was eating a brownie during the break. Really rich brownie from the crew back there. Whew. And make sure nothing on my face. We're good? We're good. Yeah, it reminds me of the time that uh, Matt Humans once before a show <laughs> took a really big bite of like a spicy chicken sandwich. And as we were coming on the air, excuse me, <clears throat> he had a big glob of mayo that was on his lip. And me being the professional that I am, immediately went to Matt so I could ask him a question when we came off. And they went to a one shot of him and he had like this big, like, yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> the crew caught on and then immediately went to a two shot so we could tell him. But I'm not going to do that to you. No, thank you. Yeah. Um, Let's uh, update our poll question, and uh, do we have any more suggestions filing in on uh, warm drinks to uh, recommend to the folks heading to uh, Kansas City? Yeah, the premise is uh, at Twitter, uh, on Twitter, at me, JVT, uh, at one Tim Murray, the best hot alcoholic drinks because going to these games, I thought, you know, hey, are you going to drink beer? What are you going to do? Obviously, beer would freeze in, like, negative one-degree weather. Uh, how quickly would it freeze? That's my question. Regardless, was asking the question about the best hot alcoholic drinks because I don't particularly like hot alcoholic drinks. Love alcohol, though. But you do like hot sake. Uh, I do love hot sake, and I do love uh, coffee and Baileys. So those are some classic ones. Yep, and we've, sure. had, we've gotten a lot. Um, we have a second recommendation for something called Glog. Uh, Glog. G-L-O-G-G. Okay. And the, uh, the O has the, uh, is it the umlaut? Is that what oh, that umlaut. is? Yeah, the umlaut. Uh, so Glog is there. Then a lot of recommendations for Irish coffee. Any variations of hot chocolate with some sort of different flavored liqueur or whiskey or something in there. Um, very much so. Now, we have also gotten like some unhelpful ones. Like, for example, all the hot ones. I'm like, well, that doesn't help me. I don't know what the hot ones are. I'm looking for them. <laughs> uh, but hot chocolate and peppermint schnapps is also pretty good. I know. I feel like we need a... That one sounds intriguing. Now it's it's almost like it's like post Christmas. Can you still do peppermint schnapps? Oh yeah, I'm a big chocolate uh, peppermint mix guy. Like one Ooh. of my top five candies. Ooh, might be top three. Thin mint? Uh, no, Junior Mints. Oh yeah, big Junior Mint guy. It's a Junior Mint. Right. Seinfeld reference. Uh, our oh, poll question today. Uh, I knew you wouldn't pick that up. Uh, which like one? Which five, dog is the liveliest? This weekend, we excluded the Buccaneers because they play on Monday, and we excluded the Texans because we only have four spots. Uh, Rams, 51% of you believe it's the Rams. Second choice, Packers at 21.4%. Dolphins, and then uh, coming in last right now, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ooh, another person chiming in. Hot chocolate and peppermint snaps. It's called a peppermint patty. Mmm. Yum. All right. Uh, let's uh, let's run through where we stand right now on the board. And uh, 
if you are forced to make a play, which is what you want to do in a gambling network, uh, what would you do, side or total? So we start 4.30 Eastern tomorrow. Houston hosting the Cleveland Browns. Uh, the hooks are all gone. Right now, DraftKings is a juiced two right now with Cleveland, 44 and a half. You do like the total 45. I think I know the answer, but let's revisit it. Your favorite play of this game would be what? Yep, Texans plus uh, two, two and a half. Uh, it's a bet that I made already. I'm in. I think this is um, would be at the top of the list for me if we're ranking the plays. I think that the market is not accounting for uh, the difference between C.J. Shroud and the backups. They closed the three-point underdogs without C.J. Shroud. Here he is, and yet still sitting around two and a half. So, yes, Texans, best number. Uh, I'm a, I am uh, on that as well. We uh, we talked about it yesterday. You talked about it on Tuesday, JVT. I wish I got the three, uh, but yep. I took two and a half with the Houston Texans. I understand all the trends about first-time starting quarterback on C.J. Stroud, but I also know that Cleveland defensively hasn't looked the same on the road. So uh, I'm on Houston here, uh, plus the points in this one. Miami, Kansas City. We've seen movement today towards the under. Uh, one shop here in town down to 43. 43 and a half's out there. Four and a half is the spread. If you had to make a play on this game, JVT, what would it be? Oh, uh, over, 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 over. So it's not a bet I've made yet. I just want to see what the, the market's going to do as low, as low, how low it gets. But I, I still think 43 and a half over 44, but I'm going to play this game over. I just want to wait and see if the market gets low enough to where, you know, just get the best number possible. So over the total is going to be here. Do I have to pick a side? No, you can okay, do okay, I, what right. we What would be your favorite bet? Um, What would be my favorite bet? I made this game, so I guess I should come up with an answer. Um, Probably. I would say benefit us. Uh, Patrick Mahomes over four and a half rush attempts would be uh, probably the way I would go. If I had to pick a side or a total, uh, I guess I would take Miami. I feel like it's a little inflated right now, but uh, don't really want to get involved. And I do think Kansas City wins this game. All right. On to Sunday. Right now we sit nine and a half. DraftKings down to nine. Buffalo and Pittsburgh total highest you can find 34. Lowest is 33. Side or total. What would you play here? Hard to ignore nine and a half here with Pittsburgh. Get, just give Given what we know about the weather conditions and if it is indeed what we get, what we're expecting, that creates a lot of volatility. And that is a lot to ask in those sort of conditions in a game in which the total is 33 and a half to ask a team to win by 10 or more points. Or in this case, right, you can win by nine and push. But I, I think that's a really large number given what we've seen. And by the way, given what we've seen from Buffalo in some of these big spreads that they've been laying down the stretch here as well, uh, outside of like terrible weather conditions. So, yes, Steelers plus nine and a half. Probably too early for me to start trying to middle my future, but uh, and you have one too. But I don't know how, especially with the snow coming, the wind, how you can trust the Bills to be laying nine and a half. So I would agree. Yeah. I would also go under, I guess, uh, even though it's moved quite considerably. It might move more uh, if the weather is going to be as bad as we expect uh, there on Sunday afternoon. 4.30 Eastern, 3.30 Central Time. Jerry's World, Dallas, now seven. The hooks have all been scooped up. Total of 50 and a half JVT. Cider total, what would you do here? I feel really like, I don't feel very strongly about this game, but for me, it would be, if we're doing the game of what would you pick, it would be Cowboys minus seven. I, I think I just, it's more about how I don't trust this Packers defense. I don't trust the turnaround. You brought up, and we talked about this on Tuesday, and it's a great point, um, that little wrinkle of Carolina dropping 30 on this team like that's not really great I don't think there's been much improvement now Alexander back and uh, being healthy and, and solid I think is going to help out overall you but mean I the think, Packers fan yeah right yeah <laughs> but I, I think that overall Dallas I think they're kind of underrated in terms of how good they've been especially on offense and I think that this team can't do enough against this Packers defense that I think is very subpar and the uh, numbers would tell you too. Yeah, uh, we had Drew Densick on. We tweeted it out. Uh, if you missed it, at whale underscore capper and at VEASAN live, we tweeted out his clip. He likes the Green Bay Packers. He thinks they're live in this spot. I would lean towards the Packers plus the points, but if I had to make a play on this game, I'll go over. Uh, I, I know it's probably chalky. Chuck Esposito said he likes this game to go the over as well just a moment ago. Uh, I think Green Bay's offense, we talked to Sam Munson yesterday. I mean, you look at some of the metrics of Jordan Love. He's phenomenal since oh, you know, yeah. week nine, PFF number two graded quarterback since week 11, number one QBR in the NFL, 18 touchdowns, one interception. So I think Green Bay, Green Bay excuse me, is going to be able to move the ball, but is Dallas going to be stopped? So if anything, if I had to play this game, I would go over. Sunday night football in Detroit. It is going to be popping at Ford Field. I think that's what kids still say these days, right? No? 
Uh, total sure. 51 and a half. It's going to be lit, fam. <laughs> 51 and a half. You could find a 52 and a half out there if you do like the under, like my partner in crime, JVT, does like. Spread three. Detroit lay in three. JVT, how would you go if you needed to make a play on this yep. one? You said it, under. Uh, I think that this is, uh, on the surface, it's easy to expect fireworks here, but you have a, a Lions defense, which grades really, really well against the run this season by some metrics. A top six unit against the run against a Los Angeles Rams team that does like to run the ball on the flip side. You've got a good interior eating, uh, space eating defensive tackle, as we all know. And Aaron Donald among the best in the National Football League, among the best in his generation. And I thought it was a brilliant point uh, by Drew Dinsick that he brought up the injury to Laporta and the fact that that could, in short yardage situations, really hamper this Lions defense, too, on top of the issues you see with kicking. So I think overall, under in this game uh, yeah. is the way to go. I really would like Laporta to play in this game because my favorite bet of this game would be Detroit minus three. I think this line has moved a little bit too much. I think the Rams are getting... It feels like way too much public support. Chuck Esposito, which is obviously a smaller shop, not nationwide like your BetMGMs and your your DraftKings of the world. Uh, he said overwhelming play on Rams money line so far. And, you know, once again, for what it's worth, whole NFL live crew, I'll pick the Rams. Yeah. Interesting to see that. I think the Lions win. I don't want to say comfortably. I think it's going to be a good game, but I would lay the three. Haven't gotten there yet, but I think ultimately I will land on the Lions. All right, Monday Night Football. JVT, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They are catching three at home. One of two home dogs this weekend. Philadelphia, 43 and a half is the total. Eagles, Bucks, what would you do in this game? I think it's Eagles. I think that while Tampa, or excuse me, while Philadelphia has not played particularly well, I get the downslide and everything like that, how bad they've been on defense. I think that rears its ugly head once you get to the later stages. But I think in this matchup where they can have a lot of success on offense, I believe, and running this ball, controlling clock and winning by margin, much like they did when they met up in week three, I think that's going to be the case. So I think it's Eagles. Uh, I think I would go under uh, in this game if I had to make a play. My initial thought was Eagles. We talked about it with Matt Brown on uh, on Monday. I do get a little bit of vibes of this being like Dallas-Tampa Bay last year, right? Yeah. Dallas gets smoked by Washington, and then they go into Tampa, and they just let them have it. So I, I wouldn't disagree. I wouldn't play the Bucks. I said it multiple times this week. I really wanted to fade both of these teams. Unfortunately, uh, you can't fade both of them when they're playing each other. That's JVT. I'm Tim Murray. It is VSIN primetime. This is VSIN primetime with Tim Murray on VSIN, the sports betting network. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs is bringing you an offer that'll help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet five bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the code Vegas only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Once again, that code Vegas, the crown is yours. Alongside Jonathan Von Tobel, I am Tim Murray. It is V-CIN prime time. It's going to be a very busy weekend here as a ceremony coming up momentarily over at the D, uh, celebrating the champions, the winners, JVT, of Circa Millions and Circa Survivor, and uh, a gentleman who was thriving early on, and unfortunately, as uh, was one to happen, Zaid Hussein, you hit one bad week. And uh, it derails a lot. Zaid, appreciate you jumping in. Uh, you were talking a little bit off air, but you know, for folks listening in, looking to get involved with Circa Millions or any other contests, you learned uh, a bit of a valuable lesson because you were crushing it when you jumped in the studio, you know, a couple weeks ago. So ultimately, what happens? Yeah, I mean, you have to you have to be able to be successful the whole season. I know, and it's so hard to do that. I mean, I finished fifty three and thirty six with with a couple uh, pushes, but. Overall, I think this helped me become such a better, better. And being able to learn week in and week out more and more, it, being able to hone in on which games you want to attack and looking at what everybody else does too. I mean, the consensus has done very, very well. And being able to just attack every single game and learn more week in, week out, it made me become a better, better for sure. Well, what do you think one of your weaknesses was that improved? I would say just falling for a lot of games that I would consider trappy. Like, I would find myself a lot on the public side just being, you know, a person that's, you know, new to betting. At 22 mm -hmm. years old, I've been in it for a couple of years, but, you know, I'm still a newer guy. And mm -hmm. running hot in the beginning, I mean, I had a chance to scoop 150 grand in yep. the beginning. So um, I think 
just starting to think in the mindset of okay looking at players coming off spots that are must win games later on in the season attacking games and attacking spots where you know people need to win these games and where hey this team's coming off of uh, you know a short week or this team has a lot of time to prepare it doesn't have a lot of time to prepare a lot a lot of different things for sure all right, Zaid Hussein joining us here in studio at Zaid, that's Z-A-Y-D underscore Hussein, H-U-S-S-E-I-N on Twitter. Let's get to this weekend, and we're also going to get to Fight Night UFC. You're a big UFC handicapper, so we'll get to that at the conclusion here. But uh, let's just lump su- uh, Saturday together. Cleveland, Houston, Miami, Kansas City. Any game intriguing you from a betting perspective in the, uh, on Saturday? You know, for me, the whole week, it's been attacking the over in the Kansas City game. Okay. I look at that game in a spot where, okay, Kansas City is a team. We know they could put up points, and they haven't really been able to do it throughout the year. But you look at Kansas City now, it's basically two weeks of rest here. You got Mahomes coming off a lot of time to rest. You got Kelsey, who struggled a lot at the end of the season. Now he had time to rest. The running back, Pacheco, as well. You give Andy Reid two weeks to prepare and get this offense ready to go. And, you know, people think the weather is going to be a huge factor here, but... You know, I could argue for both teams, it could even help the Dolphins and and help the Chiefs where tackling Hill in that freezing weather may be really hard to do. So if he just makes one cut, he could be gone. I think both teams will have success offensively, and I think both teams will put up points. I think 43 and a half is is too low here. Yeah, I would be in agreement there. What have you made of Kansas City overall, and are you in on the the narrative that they are declining in, in the grand scheme of the AFC that they are clearly the third best team? You know, I think throughout the year they struggled early and early, and it's it's clear what's happened here. I think, you know, the wide receivers have been underperforming. I mean, you look yeah. at the amount of drops, but this is their chance to get right, and you're getting a home game now, gifted basically a home game for as bad as they played throughout the year. Give me Kansas City at home as well. I mean, I would argue Kansas City at home is, is one of the better plays this weekend. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, you look at I'm curious the crowd and, and the intensity of it. It's one of the better home fields out there. Let's get to Sunday. Zayd Hussein joining us here in studio. You finished you won one of the quarters, correct? I, I did not. I was oh. I was close to I should have won the first quarter outright. I was just waiting. Right. It was between Atlanta and Jacksonville in the, in the London game. Mm-hmm. And I had Atlanta while the majority oh, had yeah. Jacksonville. And Man, I would have scooped so it. Close. Man, yeah, it's, so it's, close. It's, it's brutal. With the Toy the, Story game. That, that's right. My, my son game. was uh, all in on the Toy Story <laughs> game. He's been asking me if we're going to get more of that. Uh, looking at Sunday, we got the, the snow situation brewing in Pittsburgh, Buffalo, Green Bay, Dallas, and then L.A. and Detroit. Uh, dealer's choice of those three games. Anything jumping out to you from uh, Sunday? For me, I like Pittsburgh with the points. I played the under in that game at yeah. 37, uh, 36 and a half, and even 36. Now I think it's down to 34. 33 and a half, 34, depending on yeah. where you look, yeah. Yeah, so I, I had the under um, at a great number. Obviously, it's it's gone now, and I took Pittsburgh at the 10 points. I think it's really interesting to me is how the total dropped so much, but you know the Steelers are still getting the, basically 10 points, 9 points now at least. Um, I think this is a really close game. I think... Some some props that really stuck out to me, um, Josh Allen over eight and a half rushing attempts. Yeah, you know this is a game where you're not throwing the ball. This isn't Mason Rudolph versus Josh Allen. This is going to be you, you can't throw in this weather. It's going to be a running run heavy game. And the Bills have done that throughout the year. So I think Josh Allen gets a lot of quarterback draws, quarterback runs here. I think he flies over eight and a half rushing attempts. Would it be worth it to look at uh, not only Pittsburgh plus the points, but putting something on this money line? Because I agree with you. The fact that his totals drop, but the point spread hasn't moved that much. And given the volatility of weather, I think you're more live than plus 360 would tell you. Oh, for sure. I I would agree there. And I think if you want to get, you know, cute and and jump on the money line as well, it's worth it for sure. And getting the nine points, I could see this being like a 20 to 13 type of game um, where Pittsburgh covers and, and maybe loses. But Overall, I think this is a spot where taking rushing attempts and props are my biggest attacking this game. And if you got the under at a great price, kudos to you. Yeah, no, it's uh, we were just talking to Chuck Esposito earlier the hour. They opened uh, at, what, 41, I think they yeah. said. And yep. uh, now down, of course, to 33 and a half or 34, depending on where you look. Uh, wrapping up Wild Card Weekend will be Philly and, and Tampa Bay. You know, JVT, we were just going through it, and, and you think – potential buy low spot for Philadelphia. I tend to agree, but you know, with, with the concerns of the injuries to Jalen Hurts, I have yet, yet to bet this game, Zade. Anything you're looking at from Monday night, because as I joked, I was looking to fade both of these teams coming into the postseason, and unfortunately they're playing each other. So anything jump out to you from Monday night football? 
I think, honestly, we have to sit back and wait and see. I mean, what's interesting to me is the Jalen Hurts situation. His finger looked really, really bad. And he yeah. hasn't thrown a football, I, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. for the last week. So now he's going to come into this game. Um, A.J. Brown, a lot of question marks surrounding him as well. I think this is a spot where you have to wait and see, you know, before game time. You, you can't you can't lay three points with the Eagles on the road here with as bad as their passing defense has been. And then it's like, okay, do you really want to back the, the Bucks? I mean, overall, for me, I'm, I'm passing here. Right. Um, if anything, maybe I lean over on the total, but that's that's about it. Yeah, I think that would be uh, the pretty fair. I'm really fascinated to see because, as Tim said, these are two teams I think you're looking to play against, but I don't think that comes into fruition until next week. The problem is which team wins and moves on is the real question. So I would agree with that sentiment. Hey, Zay, before we get to uh, the UFC fight card, I, I'm curious. I've been asking a lot of people this. There's a prop here at town, uh, at Circa, I should say, that is Baltimore, San Francisco, or the field. Basically, yes, no prop on will Baltimore, San Francisco win it. And it's now, I think, minus 130, Baltimore, San Francisco, even money on the other side. What would you do right now, field or Baltimore, San Francisco? I think you take the field. Yeah. I think there's teams there that, that could, you know, when, when you look at I, I have a lot of, different futures that that I are live I would say I mean to me the Bills could beat anybody the Chiefs could beat anybody um you know I think the Rams could beat anybody this is a, a very dangerous field that these teams have to get through and we saw with San Fran they could have off games early in the season they had a couple off games the Ravens smacked them around you know they could lose to the Rams they could lose to a lot of these tougher teams the Cowboys or the Eagles I think I'd rather take the field here and you have a variety of teams that could win. All right, let's uh, let's wrap on this. Zaid Hussein joining us here, who is a, a very strong UFC handicapper. We've got a UFC fight night here in Las Vegas at the UFC Apex uh, on Saturday night. So um, I would just I'd like to be upfront with uh, with our uh, listeners. UFC not a strength uh, of mine. So uh, Zaid, the floor is yours on uh, on a fight night on Saturday night. What are we looking at here? Yeah, so we're gonna look at the main event first and foremost. You see Ankalaev around basically almost minus 500. Ankalaev will be champion, I think, by the end of the year if given the shot. Um, overall, this is a fight that sticks out to me where you take him inside the distance. It's minus 270. I parlayed him with a uh, favorite as well in, in Farad Basharat, who you parlay it together, you get around a minus 120 price tag. I think Ankalaev is going to finish this inside two to three rounds, and I like Basharat as well to possibly get a finish. Um, for me, I sprinkled Basharat at plus 460 on submission as well. But Ankalaev is... is going to get this done inside the distance. I think the over-under line set right now is one and a half rounds. This, yeah. this gets finished within two or three. This does not go the distance. Real quick, do you play a lot more parlays in UFC? Just like if you find value at minus 550, but to eat into that, will you parlay that pretty frequently? You know, here and there, it, yeah. it's I, I pick my spots with it. But overall, the main thing I do is pets of victory. So method yeah, yeah. of victory as well. I think that has tons of value. You know, if, if you know a fighter's pets of victory is you know wrestling and, and taking someone down and submission you're gonna bet a sub because most more than likely he's gonna win by sub or if a fighter's only pets a victory like a Derek Lewis is a knockout instead of betting a Derek Lewis money line who's not gonna win by decision not gonna win by submission take Derek Lewis on the knockout yeah. and you're getting a better price tag follow him on Twitter at Zayd that's Z-A-Y-D two underscores underscore underscore H-U-S-S-E-I-N Zayd great stuff man we appreciate it thanks brother there he is Zayd Hussein great stuff from him another in-studio guest coming up on the other side to wrap up the show, Joe Fortenball from ESPN. He will join us in studio to wrap up V-CIN primetime. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., 
and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray on VSIN, the sports betting network. Betting edge through the NFL playoffs and Super Bowl. The VSIN experts have got you covered. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Get access to our daily best bets leaderboard to see which VSIN expert has the hot hand. Betting splits to show you where the money and bets are moving every game, plus betting systems, premium analysis, and 24 7 video access. Sign up today. Get that first 30 days for only $9.99. See everything VSIN has to up your betting game. VSIN.com slash subscribe to sign up. Now, wrapping things up here on VSIN Primetime alongside JVT. I am Tim Murray. And you know, we've been uh, we've been pondering, JVT, a alcoholic drink that you would need to consume yes. if you were going to the Kansas City Chiefs game Hot one. or the Buffalo game on Sunday. And I could think of no better person to help us with this question than Joe Fortenball of ESPN. What do you think of that setup, huh? That was, that was pretty good. Came all the way here for that, huh? Yeah, yeah. All the way across the country for you that You used setup. to live here. <laughs> I, uh, I Didn't love the you fact, move already? I love the fact that we have wrestling on in here. Like, this it's is a the duel, right? Is this the duel? in the entire country that you will have wrestling on in a studio. Fantastic. The correct answer to the drink, hot chocolate with Baileys. That's what everybody keeps saying. Is yeah. that what everyone keeps saying? It's like hot chocolate and some variation of some sort of liquor. Yes. I was told, we were told um, the peanut butter whiskey with hot chocolate might be a really good combination, but hot chocolate and or coffee with some sort of those liquors was probably the top of it. Not exactly revelationary no, coming but, in here. But hot chocolate and Well, actually, a beer. Simple, though. for me, who's not a psychopath and doesn't spend time in the Midwest around the winter, I don't actually drink Jeez. a lot of alcohol second, or second really enjoy it today, so I, i've needed like a list of hot alcoholic drinks that sounded like sake or like the classic coffee and baileys because i don't know i'm not insane well, you know and now yeah. you'll need it joe living in the uh, in the woods of connecticut got Correct. drilled with 11 inches of snow almost immediately <laughs> welcome welcome to your new home just i just picture a lot of like steel <laughs> barrels with like you know fire and wood in them and you know stuff like 11 that. inches almost instantaneously <laughs> and then this happens and i come out here and i'm like well at least i can get some sun because like immediately my skin looks terrible i'm looking in the mirror i'm like i've only been here a month i've aged five years i'm not even drinking mm -hmm. like what's happening and then i come out here and they're like yeah cold spell 45 degrees Perfect. Just a perfect run right now. I think it's snowing in a couple of days, actually. Yeah. yeah. It did snow earlier. I saw this snow week. on Charleston. Yeah. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. Uh, you can catch Joe on his radio show, Carlin versus Joe, Monday through Friday, ESPN Radio, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern. And on the tube, ESPN Bet Live. We were watching it here on, uh, on the screen here in studio. Uh, before we get to the games this weekend, the more important stuff, why you are back in town outside of, you know, me taking jabs at you giving us advice on alcohol. <laughs> uh, why are you here? Cashing in the Circa Million. How much did Cashing. you bring home? Well, if you want to do the full proper accounting, it would be a grand total of $1,900. Just for you. 
divided by three. And then there's the flight out here and the hotel and the transportation. I'm, I'm in the red. I'm in the, this whole thing, I'm in the red. I'm actually down money having cashed. Because but you, there's a big check. Yeah. So you win 1900 but there you had to enter. So you, you entered 1000 Entered. <laughs> you prick. I knew you were going to bring that. <laughs> but, but I will say, behind the scenes, behind the scenes, uh, one of your teammates, yes. Jeremiah, yeah. uh, we were hanging out watching the national championship with Derek Stevens on Monday. Congrats to his uh, Go Blue Michigan Wolverines. And uh, th- we believe Happy Gilmore novelty check is coming your way. Yeah. So that's that was all the whole important. point. That's that all was important. the whole point. Photo op. Uh, Jeremiah Rose is on the team. John Goulet, who works here, is on the team. Three of us had Who's an that? entry last year. Right. Oh, sorry. That's had our the boss. entry. That ran, ran white hot down the stretch. Went 20 and 10 Ooh. over the final 30 picks. So that would be six weeks. Went four and one the last week. I didn't even think we really had a shot. I, I, you know, you're going into it. We went, what, one in four with in week 17. So you figure yeah. you're dead at that point. But a lot of people struggled in that week. Yeah. So I've been playing in Circa and uh, the Super Contest for more than a decade, always chasing a cash just just to just to get in there once. So it happened. So come out, novelty check, see all you guys. I mean, how, how could I, I mean, pass up this opportunity? That's true. That's so true. here's my question. Uh, I always like to ask people this who are in groups. How did it work? Like who do who made picks? Was Great it like question. all of you three? And then how'd you decide on the last two? Who got angry? Like how did that work? It, it was it was extremely amicable for the most part. The most I, I part. think I was left out of the the hardcore debates. Yeah. It's kind of like we'll take his insight and then we'll move on and okay. the, the adults <laughs> in the room will make the final decisions. But it was just kind of you're gonna throw out what do you like? Five? Do you like four this week? Do you like seven? Here's where I'm at. Here might be a couple leans. Everyone throws them into the pot, and then we start to see, all right, maybe three of us are on Tampa this week. That obviously looks like one we could go with. We're conflicting here. Let's find out why. And then just work the process. Um, I wouldn't call it scientific by any stretch of the imagination. It's kind of what I've always hoped this contest could be. It's just buddies having a good time talking sports, trying to figure out how to find winners. Was there a week that sticks out that was particularly contentious? Was there a selection at all? Not that, not that strikes a shock. I was going to say, no. Jeremiah looks like he's nodding. He's like, I remember. Like, he and Goulet <laughs> handled a lot of the heavy lifting. Okay, I right. would be in early in the morning, here are my five, and then I'd be off coaching T-ball. And then, like, I'm getting my phone's going nuts <laughs> as I'm trying to, like, help four-year-olds learn how to swing a bat. And it's like, I can't look at my phone right now. Right. So we were operating on different wavelengths, but it, it, it worked out. In the end, it ended up working out. Tied for 77th. That was 55 and a half points. The greatest 77th place finish in sports history. That's I what mean, I'm calling it. I'll just, I'll just point this out. In order to be tied for 77th, which is the last spot that cashed yeah. in Circa Millions for the season, yeah, had to go 55-34-1, and one, essentially. That was the record. Man, that is, it's a brutal contest. It's tough. It's really tough. I mean, we had a bunch of coin flips down the stretch that didn't go our way. There was a Tennessee overtime game. There was the Colts game against the Raiders the week before yep. where they let them back into it. But that's that's what this is about. For people who have never done it, you're going to need to put the work in, but you're going to need to run hot. You have to win all the coin flips. I mean, having been through this and, and having a run of a lifetime to get 77th, to think about what you need to do to win this thing, you've got to win virtually every coin flip out there. Those are the guys that just, that's the year. Like, that is your year. $653.85, Joe. Yeah, flight was more than that, <laughs> so we're already in the negative. Had something to eat at the airport. Obviously, Uncle Sam's going to want a piece of this action. Um, so yeah, we're, we're deep in the red. On I just, this little transaction. I, I just, I just have a vision of Joe just carrying the novelty check on the plane home. Yeah. Just, who gets the check? Are you getting three or how's it working? Jeremiah immediately said, look, I'd really like to keep the check. And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to argue that where I'm the only guy who has a flight. Yeah. Like there's two guys here and I'm on the flight. It's like trying to make the case for me to have the check is not going to work. That's one of those battles I'll leave for another so day. I was going to ask the dumb question, but it sounds like I know the answer. So you don't actually bring that check to the bank. That's not real, right? <laughs> yeah. Great. I don't know. Okay. That's a great question. I, I would like, I would like, like to the, do that. The, the black numbering on the bottom, like it's a real check. You <laughs> I'd like bring to see in. how the bank yeah. handles that. <laughs> I, just, I just see Joe just taking a picture of it, trying yeah. to deposit into a mobile yeah. app. Yeah. Uh, right. the mobile deposit. Like you're, you're standing on like the 12. Floor. I can't get the shadow <laughs> off of it. Uh, ESPN Bet Live. You can catch it on ESPN two weekdays and this on this weekend too. Yeah, we're on tomorrow. We're early, so we're uh, ten Eastern tomorrow. Yeah, ten Eastern tomorrow, and then Sunday. I don't know. Time's all over the place. Sometime. Just follow him on Twitter. He'll he'll point you in Sunday the right morning direction. Sunday morning we're on. Uh, let's get to the games. We spent nine minutes talking about your check presentation. Yeah, we'll go rapid fire. Uh, your favorite bet. Let's just start that. Favorite bet of Wildcard Weekend is what? 
It feels like it's Houston, to Ooh. tell you the truth. I watched Cleveland go in there three weeks ago as a three-point favorite. Now I see him going back in, but it's C.J. Stroud this time. Yep. Spread hasn't moved a lot. You got a ton of injuries on the Cleveland defense. For as much as we all love Flacco, you still got eight INTs in five games. Cleveland's been a great story this year, but Houston would be one that jumps out. Dallas in the first half is another one. I think they're going to jump on Green Bay in that game. I know it just went from seven and a half to seven, so there are some people that obviously feel differently. The narrative around the Cowboys in the playoffs is always they can't get it done. They can get it done in this round. This is the round where they get it done. The problem for McCarthy is when he goes out and has to go against a team that's equally talented or more talented. That's when he can't outcoach the Shanahan's of the world. This game, he can win this game. What about the weather games? Where do you stand with the uh, Chiefs, Dolphins, and Bill Steelers? Under Kansas City, yeah. because I still think that number's too high. Miami's offense has been lackluster, to say the least, since week 13. And in these games against teams with a winning record, 17 points per game. Yeah. Right On the other side of the equation, Kansas City's not the team from last year, three years ago, five years ago. They don't have the explosive plays. I like the under there. Lean Pittsburgh, but now that it's off 10, I mean, you had all week to get 10. I know, so nine what are you and a half do? across the board, 33 and a half. Uh, the total there so yeah we'll see with what do you need uh, from Pittsburgh to cover that game you get 10 points from Pittsburgh is that good enough given the wind and everything else wind snow I mean you give the ball to Najee Harris all game I I I I can't lay it with Buffalo can you trust them and Buffalo has been running the ball a lot more since the bye week they're more run oriented this this time around Joe Fortenball in studio before he goes gets his uh, big novelty check final question we've been asking this all week long here at Circa you can bet Ravens, Niners, or Field? Ravens, Niners is now minus $1.30. What do you bet? I'd do Ravens, Niners. Yeah. I just, I, who's it going to be? I, you watch the, 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 the one seed being the only team to get the bye is such a huge advantage. Next week, I got Baltimore hosting what? The winner of Houston, Cleveland, because mm-hmm. I see Kansas City winning. They're in the AFC Championship game. And then on the other side of the equation, who's going to? San Francisco. Tampa Bay is going to go out there. Tampa or Philly. Philly's going to go Eagles. out there. Yeah, my Eagles. They've been great. <laughs> Tampa Moneyline Monday night. $653.85. Thank make you. Sure you. Make sure you keep that. Thank Drinks you on you. Uh, ESPN Bet Live. Check that out on ESPN2. Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio. Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds, they're next here on VSIN. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.